Hello, this is Self-Help Shark with this week's episode, and I'm your host, Brett. And I am the co-host, commenter person, Morgan, with the ladies' perspective. Oh, yeah. So what we have coming for you this today is going to be getting your act together. And for me, I'm going to be talking about people-pleasing and how to deal with it from various perspectives. So, yeah, welcome to our show. Um, I guess I start. So, one thing that um, I have been dealing with this week is people-pleasing. And so, um, I don't know if any of you guys have tattoos out there, but tattoos are pretty popular. Everybody's probably got one or two. So my birthday's this Saturday, um, December 1st, and I'm planning on getting a tattoo for my birthday. And everybody has mixed feelings and thoughts and conversations about it. Some people are like, you're destroying your skin. Some people are like, your skin has a palette paint on it. And I can understand the reservedness of, um, you know, the people who are like, I, you should not carve up your skin but at the same time. I'm a strong believer in you do whatever the fuck you want with your body and no one gets to say because it's your body, your life, your choices. So I ended up telling my boyfriend's mom about it tonight, which I knew was not going to go very well because she suffers from medical issues and that don't let her enjoy life fully. One of them has to do with her muscles, her bones, and her skin. So for, for her, having one of her children or children's significant others or whatever, having one of them tell her that they're going to basically carve up her body is a big insult to her. And so I'm a bit of a people pleaser. And part of me is like, yeah, you know, I shouldn't do this. I mean, I'm going to get a tattoo because I want to. But you may have been, you may be or may have been in this position before where you really want to do something and you don't want to do something. And your family's like, well, I really, really want you to do this for me or please don't do this. And that's where you got to balance what you want to do for yourself and how you want to please other people. Same thing with another family member in my life. My grandma is really, she has strong faith in her church. I'm not going to specify because that's just going to open a whole other can of worms that we're not dealing with. But So we, she wants us to get family pictures done at church. And I love my family. I don't mind getting pictures done. I like getting pictures done with my family. But what I don't like is the church. And there's various reasons. It's like, Again, not going to go too much detail, but there's times where you got to balance out the people pleasing. You can either please everybody all the time or you please yourself. And so that's what I want to share with you today is talking about people pleasing. Um, it's a really difficult thing to balance because you want to show your family member or friend you love them. And in some cases, you want to please people for whatever reason or other whatever the source of that is. For me, it comes from self-esteem issues, if we're getting real for a second, and sometimes that's just how it goes. But in the case of my, well, I'm just going to call her my mother-in-law just for shits and giggles, just because it's easier than saying my boyfriend's mom. Um, I'm choosing to tell her to F off. Um, maybe that's a little harsh, but I'm choosing to tell her screw off when it comes to her opinion about my tattoo, because I am a woman. For as long as I remember, and as long as I've noticed anything about our society, women have been told what to do, how to act. We didn't get our voting rights until, like, what, the 1920s or something? 60s? Something like that? I don't remember. No idea. I don't remember either. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> it took us forever to get just voting rights, and people are grown-ass men in an office that have no say over our bodies are making decisions about my reproductive rights, so... For me, it's like, yeah, somebody else disproves of me cutting up my body or getting a tattoo. But at the same time, it's like, I don't really give a shit. I don't, as someone who's like, my entire life has been people telling me what to do with myself and my body and basically making those decisions. I know it's kind of hard to say no to your family members, but... At the same time, it's like you have every right to your body, whether you're a dude, a chick, whether you identify as a turkey or the, the, the atomic Bush. bomb or whatever, <laughs> the atomic bomb, whatever it is. Like, uh, we don't judge, we don't care. But 
that's one thing that I'm learning this week. And if you ever have people in your life that you're like, I really want to do this, but I want to make my mom and my grandma or my dad happy. It's like, sometimes you got to honor yourself. You got to honor your life, your struggles, your body, your experiences, because everybody has different experiences with you. So, um, this is only going to be like 10 minutes or something. I thought I had more to say. No, I got you. Okay. Anyways, uh, <laughs> so how's that process going for you? Like It's rough. For, uh, for like the, tat- this, the tattoo portion, like how are you sh- managing to make the correct decision? Well. Based on that one. And then we'll get into the other one. The one? Oh, right? Okay. Yeah. So the way that I kind of deal with this is I thought I would never be a person to have a tattoo. And most people don't think they're going to have a tattoo when they decide to get a tattoo. Just like most people are like, I'm not going to chop my hair off or I'm not going to color it green and sparklies to make me look like a unicorn or whatever the fuck you want to do. But I found out in life that half the time you don't think you're going to do something, you end up doing it. So the way that I kind of process it is my entire life I've struggled with social anxiety friendship stuff, self-esteem issues. I have a mom who is not very emotional and leaves me to have bad coping mechanisms with that. I know we're getting really deep, but this is part of my thought process on this. And I'm like, you know, the way that I deal with this is I kind of take it with a grain of salt and I look inside myself and I say, you know, what does Morgan want to do? Does she want to get a temporary tattoo just to please her mother-in-law or does she want to get something carved into her flesh that she truly believes is who she is in her flesh and the second one is me I mean I truly believe down to my heart and soul that this is the and I'm so the other thing she was getting upset about was the fact that it was a Hufflepuff tattoo I know everybody's like there's so much crap around there about (laughs) Hufflepuffs get so much crap they're like oh you're a Hufflepuff but I'm like I feel like I'm the embodiment of a Hufflepuff. If you Google what a Hufflepuff is, it's they're loyal, they're strong, they're all these things. And if you look in the Harry Potter movies, every stupid-ass thing that any of the characters do, they have a Hufflepuff supporting them behind them saying, <laughs> you're probably a dumbass, but i got to make sure you don't kill yourself. Yeah. That's, it, that's like kind of ironic that it's a Hufflepuff tattoo. It's like it's, That's like nothing derogatory to what most people get or... Like a dumb drunk tattoo either. No, it means, well, and so, so my mother-in-law's name is Debbie, and so she, we were, she came over tonight to where we live, and she was talking, she was like, so why Hufflepuff, so why this, why that, and she's a person where she's like, again, she has medical issues, she doesn't understand, like, the thought process, and she's like, so why, do you really think you're going to be a Hufflepuff when you're 60, is anyone going to know what it is, I'm like, well, who cares if no one else would it is, it's my tattoo, that's the other thing that frustrates me, and maybe you guys get frustrated by this too, is it's like, somebody's like, well, are you going to like it when you're 50, yes, if I don't, then that's on me, everybody, um, go ahead, and also, that's like a person from the 80s getting, like, a rock band tattoo, like, like, yeah, like, a lot of people around this could point to, like, a Duncan, Metallica, Iron Maiden tattoo and be like, what's that? And then, yeah. And that, that also might be a good, like, in that extra, uh, retrospect, that also gives you the opportunity to teach your kids on what, like, you're kind of into, too. Exactly. I mean, the whole Harry Potter premise, some people like it, some people don't. There's some people who are like, oh, my God, there's witchcraft. And it's like, well... <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong, but, like, there's a spell that's Leviosa. Like, it's not, like, devil worship or anything. <laughs> it's, like, cute little magic spells, like, lifting a feather in the air. Like, it's not... There's some dark shit to it, but it's none of it's technically real, so... And then there's some people who, like, live by it, so... Um, the way that I kind of deal with the situation and cope with it is I say to myself, I'm like... So you can honor her or you can honor yourself. And I really feel like getting this tattoo honors myself. And it's, I almost feel like it's something I need to do to honor who I've become as a person and how far I've traveled. I've, to give you an example, so when I was in middle school, I had a friend who we got webcams for Christmas, the whole you know MSN Messenger thing. We were cool. Yeah, yeah. Brett's like, oh, my God. Yeah, we thought we were so cool with our MSN Messenger, and my friend had a Razer phone that could, like, record videos on it, and 
I thought she was so cool and I had a phone I could text like more than my mommy and daddy like oh my god it was lit you guys <laughs> so one of the other reasons is I'm very proud of who I am and I'm very proud of being a Hufflepuff and that's what embodies being a Hufflepuff is everybody else gives you so much shit like oh this is the leftover house or this is the dumb house or what but, like, if you really, truly are a Hufflepuff, you're like, no, that's not what it's about. That's not what our house is. And anyway, so to get back to the, um, I'm getting off on a yeah. little tangent. <laughs> but um, to get back to, like, the thing in middle school, I had a friend who literally said, this girl that we're mutually friends with thinks you're weird, so she's going to ignore you, and so I'm going to do it, too. And that was, like, Easter weekend. I didn't know what the fuck to do with myself. Yeah. I was like, well... Screw you, too. I came in on Monday. I was like, all right, I guess she's going to ignore me, whatever. And then she's like, why are you ignoring me? And I'm like, because you said you were going to ignore me, a dumb bitch. And <laughs> so after that moment, I I made an active choice to embrace my weirdness because people love me and like me for it because of it. And I think that also is part of it is for the people pleasing, you got to say... If you're like me, you're like, well, I want people to like me and I want to feel good enough. It's like, well, you are and you got to believe that about yourself. So that's how I dealt with the tattoo is saying, yeah, it's kind of taboo and I know it's not going to make her happy. But then again, it would never make her happy. And you just got to do you. You just got to take it with a grain of salt and say, you know what? I know you disprove, but. Yeah. And plus, like, I think the biggest like thing that. A lot of people could also appreciate, for example, like in your situation with it's the same thing with my little brother and my dad. My dad like hates tattoos as well. Your like, dad definitely seems like yeah. the type of guy that's like, "What the <laughs> fuck did you put on your body?" Right. Uh, yeah. uh, but, nothing. <laughs> but but um, my my little brother is like, "Yeah, I'm gonna get yeah." When you my little brother told my dad one day, he's like, "Yeah, when when you pass away, I'm gonna get a tattoo in your memory." And I think, like, because he was not, he's not okay with the ideas of having tattoos, I feel like that's kind of a little bit insulting because he, mm-hmm. doesn't, he doesn't like them. So in your case, it's not like you're getting a tattoo in memory of anyone that no would that you want. It's that a tattoo that's a significant symbol to your life and has been through your life for a while. And from what I understand, you went through an extensive process of figuring out what you wanted for a while. <laughs> yep, I so this this idea has been three or four years in the making, which there are people who are like, you got to wait years and years to make sure you want it, which I absolutely agree. Um, so my boyfriend's little sister has been through a lot, and she gets tattoos to represent that. So there is absolutely nothing wrong to get whatever you want on your body. That's your choice, but I do agree. Think about it. Think about it, think about it, think about it, and make sure that's really represents you. Um, she got a tattoo representing her grandpa who passed away, and he was he he worked on various parts of um, atomic bombs. So she got an atomic bomb on her arm, and so her grandpa would not be happy with that, but she did it to honor herself. So I agree, Brett. It's like sometimes you do have to do a little people pleasing yeah. to be like you know i want to honor this but this person would not like that so so, how... so it kind of don't do it then right or but, find an alternate thing to yeah. do yeah but yeah but i yeah i feel like when it comes to yourself and things like that i feel like that's completely on you no matter because other people shouldn't tell how other people to live mm-hmm. and I understand there's, like, different drastic... Like, like there's going to be extreme to where you have to tell someone, hey, you need not do that type of thing. But there's extremes to everything. But it's, like, a basic thing, like getting a tattoo or just eating what you want and if... The, if or things like that. And, like, if... Like, I think the bottom line it should be is, like, enjoy life the way you want it. And I, I feel like I'm really gonna be happy with the tattoo I'm gonna wear it like a badge of honor and I I, <laughs> I sound retarded defending myself on a tattoo but at the same time I'm like you know it's what I want to do now that's a moment where it's like you gotta own up to you but then there's moments where like these family pictures I gotta take I have to go do it my grandma she's very religious and I grew up in her church she doesn't own it it's not her congregation I do just my grandpa and her have taught members Members, thank yeah. you. They've been members of forever. They've taught Sunday school. They got married there. Everyone in my family 
so far has gotten married there. And I grew up, and everybody's experiences are different, and I totally respect that. But, like, in my experience, um, my I was not really part of a youth group. The Sunday school classes were not that great, and just lots of bad memories, and I just don't want to be involved in the church. So, and my grandma was like, well, Morgan, for my Christmas present, I want you guys to get a family photo in the church directory. And I'm like, well, I'm not a member of the church. I don't want to be involved in the church. Now, let me clarify. It doesn't mean I don't want to be involved in any church. It just doesn't mean I want to be involved in the one that I was baptized into and grew up to. And I think that's perfectly valid. So... If you're in one of those situations where you're like, well, I don't feel comfortable doing this, but it's for a family member who loves you, that's where you, I feel like you kind of got to bite the bullet a little bit and be like, all right, it's a family picture for someone who loves me and I care about them. And on Thanksgiving, she pulled me aside and she's like, hey, Morgan, this would be in the world to me if you did it. So she's also respecting and recognizing my boundaries with it. So in those cases, like... How I get through that is I say, all right, well, maybe when I get to the church, I'll take a little shot of tequila just to numb the uh, fact that I'm there, and then I'll take the damn picture, you know? (laughs) (laughs) And and your story is, like, kind of something that's been going through my head all day today. It's like, like if you, like, are too busy people-pleasing, you're not going to be able to eventually do what you want to do. Like, if Jesus was a people-pleaser, and, like, like, if someone... And, like, for example, if he was, like, oh, no, you could just stay in the town and you'd be happy here, yada, yada. Never got out. Like, yeah, there goes a whole entire religious following. Dead. Gone. I mean, you're not wrong. (laughs) It's, like, gone. Dead. (laughs) Goodbye. So, yeah, so, like, I don't know. To an extent, people-pleasing is not what people should live life for. You should, yeah. Well, no, nobody should tell you what to do. We should probably rephrase that to say... In my personal life, I'm a people pleaser because of self-esteem and self-confidence confidence issues, and I'm also a woman. So there's multiple things that tell me, oh, you got to do this in order to please the boy or please your mom or please your dad or please this or that or whatever. At the end of the day, you got to say, what's going to please Morgan? Is it eating an entire thing of cake by yourself? Absolutely. And that's what I'm going to do. Is it... You know, going to sleep for three hours or whatever it is, that's totally up to you. So the way I would say to kind of deal with these things in your life is kind of look at the balance between you and the other people. Are you doing enough for you? Are you doing enough for the people around you? And then trust your decisions based off of that. If you're like, I don't want to do this, or I do, then do or don't. And if your family gets upset, then you just got to trust them to love you no matter what. And if you're a real family, don't get over it. <laughs> yep, I was told about six times tonight that even after I get my tattoo, she's still going to love me. And I'm like, well, I should hope so. It's a fucking tattoo. Like, when are you getting it? On Saturday. Cool. Uh, um, the place over by the post office. Oh, nice. Uh-huh. I'm getting it, like, right here in my arm. So it's an actual place. It's not just a random guy with a needle in the alleyway of the post office. <laughs> Alright, here's another little bit of advice. If you do decide to get a tattoo, make sure you do research and you don't get a tattoo from some weird guy in an alley. No, Brad, I'm not going to I some weird to dude that. in an alley. You said behind the post office. I just don't want to name the specific place of the tattoo. You don't have to. Uh, until you I'm not going to... I'm not going to a creepy-ass street behind the post office where some <laughs> na- guy named Joe is going to spit on a needle and call it good. No. I'm going to a professional workplace. Um, my friend's brother and sister-in-law have been there a thousand times. They love it. So. Oh, so you have a reference. I do. From the place. Cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Joe and Lourdes suggested yeah. it to me. Yeah. Yeah. Lucas's brother. I finally figured out my tattoo I'm going to get, so. What is it? It's the, uh, it's the towel symbol. The who? Tau. Towel? So no Tau. T A W T A O, and it's like uh, it's a religious belief. Oh. Like a spiritual belief. It's more spiritual spirituality, and like it's kind of like it kind of it's kind of like an addition to like heaven. Oh. So there's like different layers. So you have the ground layer, which is earth. Then you have like the mid layer, which is heaven. Uh huh. And then you have like, the Tau is like the unknown entity that controls and guides everything everywhere. So it's really fascinating, really cool, and I like, and it falls right below, 
like right in line with my beliefs. You're like, this is on the shelf that I like. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. So, and, and I kind of want to get it on the inside here. Nice. I, I, it made me laugh for a second because I thought you were saying cow, like C-O-W, yep. and then like towel, like T-O-W-E-L, and I was like, so you're getting a cow on your, okay, whatever you want to do, but you really like milk, cool. On my kneecap. <laughs> Get a cow right on your, just. That would hurt. It would. That would hurt. Ah. Uh, yeah. And then I thought you were like, I'm going to get a towel tattooed. I'm like, is it because you keep losing your towel? I do not lose my towels. <laughs> I go in the bathroom and they're gone. I don't do anything to your bathroom. Hashtag roommate problems. Well, I know you don't take them. I know who <laughs> takes them now. Who? Other roommates? Yeah. Um, the other two. The other two? Yeah. Nuggets? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's been my piece about people placing and you do you. I have this saying called you do you Pikachu. And I like it for, like, three different reasons. It rhymes. It's a philosophy. <laughs> and it's Pokemon, which is just, yeah. like, it's all wrapped up in a nice little perfect bow. So, at the end of the day, you got to do you, Pikachu. And yeah. that's all I got. Okay. You go. Say it in. Well, I'm here to talk about getting your act together, or what other people will refer to, getting your fucking shit together. Okay. Yeah. I don't know, this makes me think of, um, <laughs> in uh, Rick and Morty, Summer's, like, really jealous of Rick and Morty's relationship, so there's, like, an entire thing yeah. about, like, putting something in a box and getting it together, and you yeah. made me think of that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> take Get all your shit, and put it in a box, and take it to the shit store. <laughs> yeah. And get it together. Yeah, get your shit together. Remy has showed me that video yeah. so many times. He's <laughs> like, more. you know what you need to do? Get your shit together. And I'm like, I don't want to see this video anymore. It's like, if you don't get your shit together, I'll show you this video again. Yeah. So, I, I, um, so I see people every day just go through life mediocrely. And they're just going through the motions. And I'm like, yep, I have to do this. I have to do that. And I come home. And then I'm done. And then I don't do anything. Huh? And pretty much it's like, oh. And, and then... They, then, I, then I get to play therapist at my graveyard job while they complain on why their work life sucks or this sucks or that sucks. And then I immediately tell them, do you have a morning routine? And they're like, no. I'm just like, oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. You don't have a morning routine, at least some sort of a morning routine besides, waking, uh, besides rolling out of bed, hopping in the shower and eating. I was like, whoa. Like, anything else besides that. Like, wow. Is it really important to have a morning routine? Because I don't do much more than roll out of bed, pee, and run to work. And blow yeah. and shove food in my face. That's about all I do. Yeah. I, uh, for, for me personally, I think uh, morning routines are very important in people's lives. Just because it gets you going. It, get, it gets your brain moving and it gets your body going and whatever. And, and like, I'm not talking about you need to have, like, a super extensive morning routine like I do. There's, like, something... There's, I, I, I want to challenge everyone out there to do one activity before you have to go to work in the morning. Or before you wake up. This one activity... Before you eat breakfast. What if the challenge is getting out of bed in the morning? Because sometimes that's really hard to do. And that's what I really like about a morning routine because it gets you in the mood to get out of bed. Because like you could go to because for one like whatever you do you can wake up and you be like, wait I get to do that now yeah it's my time huh? go, and it's freaking awesome, and uh, and like it's. Uh, it's just very important to understand on getting into a routine. And even though people are like, this, that sounds too restricting or stuff like that. For example, if you get five things done in the morning, that is five less things you have to do when you get off work. That is true. And, and it's warming you up for work, too. You're like, yep, I'm going through the motions. Yep, I'm doing this. Yep, oh, I get to do this. And I get to do this. And it's all meaningful because you're... Adding it to because you're setting uh, setting out time for it and you're allowing it 
to be a part of your life. Mm -hmm. So, so just for example of what I do, I just get out of bed, 10 up downs. Um, then I go and figure out what's going to be my breakfast, lay out my breakfast, read a news article or a book or something for like 10, 15 minutes, 20 minutes to get my brain going. And then I go to the gym, then I come back home, and then I get to this, and then I real, I like, then I get my body, like to kind of like calm down, relax. Uh, I meditate every like other, every other day, just reflecting on two days at a time, hmm. uh, every morning. And then, pretty much the biggest thing I do, I look myself in the mirror, and I tell myself I'm gonna be the best best version of myself. That's a lot of like awesome self help stuff. <laughs> yeah. So and yeah. So question yeah. then. I like the idea of doing that, but I'm also one of those people where I set fifty alarms in the morning and I get up literally five minutes before I need to leave house and I want to be that type of person, but like you said, it feels too structured, restricting. Yeah. I feel like sometimes I don't do it right or I'm not gonna do it good enough or something. Yeah. How do you and I don't know if you have those feelings, but, like, for those of us who are like, well, I want to do yoga, but what if I don't do it right? Or what if I don't have the right equipment? Or what if it's just, what I'm not, what if I'm not motivated to do it every day? Does that make me a failure? Like, these yeah. are all things that I personally think of, and maybe you guys do, but, like, what, what, what motivates you? I guess, what motivates you to keep doing it or start it? Um, learning. I have a secret passion that no one really knows about me that... I love to learn, and I love to learn new things, <laughs> and it doesn't matter what workouts I do, it doesn't matter what I'm reading or something, I always find value in learning into something, always find something that goes easier on myself, and then I always find something that's harder on myself, too, and I think that's the biggest thing, what, and also what people don't understand, like, creating a morning routine takes up a whole year to get started. Really? Because, 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 like, because you, because if you just take it one step at a time, for example, right now you're, right now you just get up, rush out the door, all right, get up 45 minutes before you normally would, pick up a book, read it for that time, and then rush out the door, then go out the door, hmm. and then add something else the next month, and then until you get to, like, three to four things, and then you're like, all right, cool, I'm comfortable with this. And then it's trying to, it's pretty much just trying to figure out what you want to do in that morning with your time. And, mm -hmm. and, but the biggest thing that motivates me is that it gets me out of bed because I'm like, yep, I get to go to the gym because I, because I woke up today. How do you, so like if life throws shit at you or you're like, I didn't sleep very good, I'm feeling sick. This guy like did whatever last week and I'm just not feeling motivated anymore. How do you keep going? I let that shit go. <laughs> I let that shit go. I know it sounds. I make it sound so easy. It's like yo, yeah, I just pile it up, drop it off, and let that shit go. I don't. I feel like every day someone is going to be. So I prepare myself mentally that every day, that someone is going to be out there to tell me, you suck. That's kind of negative. You fucking suck. I am preparing myself. For that person to come by me every single day. And and the reason why I do that is because I, um, I, used to, I used to let bullies and I used to let the perception of everyone else who perceives what, like, who I am, what I am, like, really get me down. Like, really bug the shit out of me. Mm -hmm. And um, I don't know, one, like, one year in college, I was like, I just said, fuck it. And I walked out my door. And ever since then, <laughs> I was like, fuck it. Fuck it. <laughs> but, I, but it's also, and if you just prepare yourself for that one jerk, because someone, like, it doesn't matter. Someone's going to come by and say, you suck. And once they do, you could be like, all right, what's wrong with you? <laughs> and they're just saying, if you got, if you point one finger at another person, you got three pointing back at you. Yeah. And also, more majority of the time, when someone says you suck, they're having a bad day themselves. Mm hmm So. But. I get you. You gotta, 
you gotta kind of choose your attitude, which is really hard to do. I have a hard time doing that too. Everybody's like, my attitude, I want to choose to have a good attitude every day. And it's like, well, some days you just wake up on the wrong side of the bed and you spill your coffee on the shirt or somebody's yep. being mean to you. And you're just like, I can't fucking do it. So there, it is okay that you are going to have good days and bad days. And it's okay to like yeah. have days where you're like, I am not going to get up an hour early to do this stupid thing because <laughs> I don't want to. And there's yeah. nothing wrong with that. Just don't give up completely. Yeah. And I think the biggest thing with a morning routine, it helps. It helps you prepare yourself for those moments in the morning when things don't go right. Mm-hmm. Because because if you're like, oh, this is not going right right now, then you, know, then you can just move on. Then you can move on to something else. And then when you do your next morning routine, you can go back to that thing that wasn't working and see if it works then too. This is true. And I don't... I, I don't know, I think there's, I think the, and, and that's all about, like, getting your act together, too. And that, like, goes from anywhere between financially to everything else. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm not saying, like, you have to make multi-million dollars to be financially happy, but finances should never dictate your mood or emotions, because you should always realize it's going to be a process. No matter what, no matter how you put it, it's going to be a process. Oh, yeah. I'm one of those people where I'm like, it's either got to work the first time or I'm bad at it or it's not meant to be a thing that I do. And that's what stops me from getting my shit together is it's like, I'm going to have this thing all done this week and then something happens or you get disappointed or it doesn't go as planned. And it's just, it's. You're self-defeating when you say, this is going to be perfect, this is going to be awesome, and life happens. Life does not give a shit about your plan. Trust me when I say this. Life does not give a shit about your plan. So I think taking everything that happens with a grain of salt and saying, you know, it's okay, we're just going to alter this plan a little bit, I think that helps. Because if you're like me and you're like, this week, this is going to happen, and then by the end of the week, you're like, well, fuck, this just got thrown completely out of the window, and I have no idea what to do, and I'm mad because it didn't work out, like, then that's where I feel like, me especially, and some of you out there might be like, well, what am I going to do? It's like, it sounds like just alter your path a little yeah. bit. And the, that's why I, like, when someone tells me, like... Where do you see yourself in the next 20 years? I laugh at them. <laughs> I, start, like, uh... I start laughing at them. And they're like, why are you laughing? And I'm just like, I don't know where I'm going to be at in the next 20 years. Like, you should know. You should, like, have a career and all this fancy stuff. And I'm like, no. But I can tell you where I want to be at in the next five. And I, and I feel like that if you cut it down shorter, you could predict what you want to do within like a five-year time because it's a goal that you can set and then you can set many goals between them to help reach to that goal and it's not so restricting and it becomes super flexible versus a 20-year plan yep i'm one of those people too where i'm like in five years i'm gonna do this and then this and then this and then this and then half the time i'm like well these entire plans that i made just did not go at all and I've had that in job interviews, too, where it's like, where do you see yourself in five years? I'm like, here, the CEO. <laughs> I just want this fucking job. I'll tell you whatever you want, you know, yeah. kind of thing. But, yeah, make goals for yourself, but don't try to push them or stick to them too hard because they could not work out in your favor, but also don't give up trying. It's Stick to them very hard, but just be flexible with it. Yes. If you, For example, if you have a three-month goal planned out, but if it takes you an extra month, that's okay because you are making that goal at the end of the day. You are, but the biggest thing is when it comes to goal setting and when it's achieving your goals and part of getting your act together, do not ever take two steps forwards and three steps backwards. Just don't do that. It doesn't matter what happens in your life. It doesn't matter what life throws at you. Always try to make some sort of progression. Learn something new. Because my, uh, because my favorite parts of life is the disappointing parts of life. That sounds awful. <laughs> I'm going to be very honest. That sounds awful. <laughs> so, like, the times I messed up, the times I screwed up, the times I really, like, 
threw people underneath the bus because I was being a shithead or a fuckboy or whatever. <laughs> or whatever. Okay. Those are, those, like, I'm able to look back at the moment to learn something from them, and that's when I learn the most because when I do something correctly, it's hard for me to see what I'm doing wrong. And it just bugs the shit out of me when I don't see something I could improve on. I can see that, too. And on the other end of that, if you do move three steps backwards after you move two steps forward, you're still moving forward in some way. It just It's not going to be linear. Um, I have generalized anxiety disorder, and I see some people about it. And I've had those moments in life where I see myself and I feel myself going three steps backward and that's incredibly frustrating to me because I'm like no I need to be moving forward I need to be getting better I need to be doing this and that and the thing that one of the people I see says is you know no matter what you're doing you're making progress it may not be linear it may not be what you want to be making progress on but you're still making progress and even if you're not you are human and you'll get back on the right track eventually and not that I seek out moments of total just douchebaggery and yeah. to try to teach myself stuff, but I agree with Brett. I like knowing when I can improve. Not like, hey, not like in every five second thing, like, hey, nitpicking, but like, it's like, hey, Morgan, I really need you to start doing this because your behavior is like this. And I'm like, okay, I didn't know I was doing that and I really want to know so I can improve myself as a person otherwise I feel like I'm doing fine and if somebody's secretly going to sleep crying because I'm a bitch like that's not cool <laughs> but to be honest even though you were feeling like three going three steps backwards you still made the effort to go in and talk mm-hmm. you didn't cancel a lot many people would have, would have canceled oh yeah like hands down and it doesn't matter what disorder they had like like they would have just said like nope not dealing with this this week and I also find if you don't deal with what's bothering you, it's just going to get worse. Just share, share your ideas, emotions, thoughts, whatever. Do not ever keep them bottled up because it will turn into a very bad situation for yourself and your health. Yeah. When I first started seeing somebody about it, it was the wrong person to see, and I didn't realize at the time, but I had my friend's support. And they are like, hey, if you ever need to talk about something then talk to me, call me, text me, whatever you need to do. And so I would do that like five or six times a day. I'd be like, hey, help me, help me, help me. I need help with what's going on in my brain. And it's a lot easier now, and I have a different person to talk to, which is great. But, like, in the earlier times of me dealing with my mental illness, it was like the biggest thing I learned is just talk to the people around you. Don't be afraid. Don't don't ever make yourself lonely because then... It's just going to be harder to battle stuff. So pick up that phone, call your mom, call your grandpa, talk to your dog, whatever you need to do. Just get out of your head and talk to somebody because it's not going to help if you just keep it bottled up, honestly. Yeah, and if you just keep things bottled up, you're away, that's when you start having your own issues. That's when your, your emotions actually start inflicting on yourself. And that's when you start having, like, self-esteem issues, when you start having anxiety, stress, even bits, even signs and bits of depression will show up and things like that. And it also could show up in your eating habits, or is this really messes you up. But yeah, just share your thoughts. And if you, fr- if you sit down with a friend and talk to them about your emotions, and if your friend says, you need to go see someone, you should go see someone. Because your friends are not going to be licensed therapists. But talking to your friends is probably the best way to start, too. Mm-hmm. And don't ever be afraid to talk to anybody. Because if you don't, then it can potentially screw up the relationships around you. And that's probably the worst feeling I've ever dealt with in my life, is screwing up my relationship with somebody because of my lack of coping stuff. Let's think about it like this. If you break your arm... Would you try to hide it and put it underneath a pillow and say, it's not broken? I'm pretty sure I'd be on the floor screaming and crying, yeah. begging Remy to take me to the <laughs> hospital. I'd be like, babe, help me. Fix this. And yeah. That's exactly what people need to do with, with like their mental health, with mental health issues or stuff that's not going right for them. If you need a life coach, if you just need help with any point of your life, this, I am a true believer of getting life coaches and getting individuals to help you 
be a squad. Squad. <laughs> hashtag squad up. Did you just say rice checks? No, I said hashtag squad Oh, up. I thought you said a rice, rice checks. Rice checks. I was Check like, your why? rice. <laughs> I was like, why is there a rice brand squatting up? What are you talking about? It's the mental health. It's in the rice. It's in the rice. <laughs> yeah. You gonna read your quote? Yeah, I can read some like, yeah. And also, when it comes to getting your act together and... Just getting your shit together. Just do it. One step at a time. For example, in the military, there's people... There's people that are just like... They get shit done. They just get shit done. Like... Yeah. And that's because of their intense regimen. But also, the number one thing everyone freaking does... They make their bed when they're in boot camp. Everyone. Yeah. They make their bed. A lot of the great people and thinkers and creative peopleness, they make their bed. <laughs> so the key to everything is making your bed, is what you're saying. Yeah, I, I try to make my bed, but <laughs> I fail miserably at that. But that's just one thing, like, but that's also... Looking at myself and be like, that's one thing I can improve on. This is another thing I can improve on. I'm not perfect. Hell no, I'm not perfect. <laughs> but it doesn't mean it doesn't mean to stop trying if you're not perfect. This is true. So. And when it comes to that, is because Marcus Aurelius said so, yo. When you arise in the morning, think of what a precious privilege it is to be alive, to breathe, to think, to enjoy, to love. Just do that. Just do that. Don't worry about what fucking people think. Don't worry about what anyone else has to think because you are your own person and you just need to strive moving forward. If you have an idea, figure out a plan and get your idea going. Get it moving. Yep. Get it done. Get going. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Yeah. Um, are you going to read your other quote? No, we can still talk about that one. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, everybody's like, you know, don't worry about anything else because you, the breath of life is a gift. It's like, yeah, I mean, that's great. I'm very grateful that I'm alive. Uh, to be honest with you, I can't ever imagine myself dying like when I die I'm just gonna go float to the Mario and Luigi cloud and go play <laughs> Pokemon all day or some shit cause I just that whole concept to me is just horrifying and I'm just like nah you gonna be the damn cloud that those those spiky red turtle shells at people um I mean maybe <laughs> I haven't decided if I wanna do that yet but so I get that that life is a gift and you should cherish it every day but it's like life is also a time for you to figure out you and do what you need to do. So, like, for me, I'm not going to lie to you. Brett's talk motivated me to go get <laughs> off my ass in the morning and go do something. Am I going to actually do it? I don't know. That It's a Monday morning, and I don't know how I'm going to feel, but there's nothing wrong with doing what you're going to do. If you want to do better, then, you know, write down what you want to do better at. Do you want to go to bed earlier? Do you want to eat healthier? Do you want to work out more? What? Whatever it is you want to do, like, whatever you want to do to get your shit together, do that to get your shit together. There's no perfect thing. There's no booklet. There's no pamphlet. You're not going to have some chiseled dude named Brock that's going to help <laughs> you get your life together. It's not going to happen. Like If you hire a life coach, it can happen. Yeah, but life coaches are also really expensive. That is true. They're really expensive, and... But... But that's when it comes out, getting your shit together. Invest in yourself. This is true. <laughs> invest in yourself, invest in your life, yeah. invest in your health. Because I, I can guarantee that anybody who's listening, anybody who wants to take a peek at, uh, at, what, at this podcast, anyone who is just interested in listening to this right now, and if you've made it this far, props to you. But... Any, We're kind of cray-cray. Any single person, any single person alive right now, there's something in your life that you are putting off, you're not doing right, you're not doing, you're just like, screw it, whatever, I'll do it someday. But instead of doing that, if there's something you really want to do, need to go get, 
get after it. Just be a tiger and attack it with all your might and go all in. Because if you don't go all in and if you just hesitate and go half in, you're not going to make it all the way through. And don't be afraid to do the hard work. It's easy to put off the hard work, but if you just do the hard work, it becomes easier later. Mm-hmm. This is true. Like, for instance, one thing that I want to do better at is yoga. I'm not a yogi. I'm never going to be yogi. I'm not going to buy $50 yoga pants to go get Starbucks coffee because I know there are people who do that, and I'm not judging. I'm just saying it's out there, but that's one thing I want to improve on is I want to have better health and better money spending, which I think everybody can say that because credit cards are the fucking devil. Get rid of that shit ASAP. Keep one because you need it to like rent houses or anything or buy half stuff. Six month, six months flat. Get rid of all of them. Six months. Get rid of your debt. Just do it. How do I do that? Yep. Spend money. Spend money. Spend money on on necessities and then everything else goes. I mean, I guess, yeah. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard. Yeah. It's hard. But, yeah, six months ago, just get just after get it. it. Get after it. Get a second job if you have to get rid of that. You'd be happier. Don't go down the credit card path. It's awful. Go buy a car instead. I already did that. <laughs> <laughs> Anything. And, yeah. But I also have something from Bob Dylan. Woo! What? Yeah, he's, I know he's dead, but yeah, his uh, and that uh, he also he also ties into um, my next point, which is, what's money? A man is a success if he gets up in the morning and goes to bed at night, and in between does what he wants to do. Bob Dylan used the word he he, um, a man because he's a man, so. But, but it's also applicable to ladies or those who yeah. identify an atomic bomb or a turkey. Yeah. All the, all it's applicable to all. Like, like anything I do is going to be for both parties. But the point is, your success is defined by you. I've had people yeah. in my life be like, Morgan, do you think I'm successful? And I'm like, yeah, I mean, you're good. You are got a job, you got a house, you got whatever you do. It's Success is defined by the individual. That's also what makes us so hard on ourselves and each other is it's like, Everybody's like, well, this guy's got this, or this girl's got this, or whatever. And it's because we're comparing ourselves. So society says, oh, do you want to be successful and cool like The Rock? Well, then you need to do this. And granted, it's marketing that absolutely works. I would absolutely <laughs> buy a useless-ass cell phone that I don't want just to be like The Rock. I'll be honest about it. But success is based off of you. If you feel successful right now because you're going through stuff in life, like getting up out of bed and, like, Stretching for 20 minutes? Go you. And the biggest thing that you really got to think about is like, and I'm not talking about success as in your job, career, or whatever, because shit happens and you're working at wherever you're working for a reason right now. But the biggest thing is, is that is how you handle yourself in that situation right now. If you handle yourself, you think you're the best at whatever you want to do or you want to strive to always be the best, just strive to always be the best every day in and out because that will eventually reward you. And the biggest thing about the uh, about life is that don't chase fucking money. Do not chase money because you'll end up in a bum and you'll be homeless. And yeah, I might sound like a fear monger, but you, you're just going to be unhappy. And yeah, you will be a homeless. You might not, you might still have a home. But you'll be empty inside because you might just take a job just for money and it ends up something you really don't want to do. For example, if you're like a CEO or something like that and you're like, yeah, I really love doing the CEO work. Good for you. And if you're like, no, I hate the CEO work. Then why? Then the money, was that attractive to you? Yeah, I don't think so. Fine. Something you want to do and just chase it and get after it because... We, because everyone's like economic time sucks, yada yada, this and this. But right now, and the one thing that I've been extremely blessed with, and that I've been awoken up and realized just now, is that in the United States, you could do whatever you want. 
you could, if you have a good creative thought and you want to sell that idea, you could go sell it. You could go hustle your ass out, ass off, and then sell it and move on to something else. And that's like one thing that I've like learned strongly about. And it doesn't matter if you're going to be an entrepreneurship, creative works like poetry writing mm-hmm. artist. You just go out there, do the work, believe in yourself, and get shit, get it done. Just mm-hmm. get it done. Get her done. Yeah. I gotta go to the bathroom. Can we finish up, please? Yeah. Thank you. I don't yeah. want to be rude, but I'm just like, oh my god. I'm I know. Rude. I have. I'm. I'm, I'm yeah. Yeah. Okay. We can finish up. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So let's the discuss what we have talked about. So oh, yeah. overall today, sorry to cut this short, guys. Um. But yeah, I gotta go to the bathroom, and it's been a really long week, so I'm just like <laughs> a long week. It's been a long week, so I'm like, I'm tired. I'm like, all right, I'm zoning out. But basically, you guys, just moral of the story today is, do what you gotta do and what you want to do. If you want to get up, then set their alarm thirty minutes early and get yourself up. If you want to get that tattoo. Get the tattoo. No one's no one should ever stop you from doing what you want. And if they do, then you know, just maybe bite the bullet for it. Um, but ultimately, do what you do. Do what you want and do what you do. And then, at, and and just remember, do not let anyone dictate your decisions in life. Mm-hmm. Flat out, do not let anyone do that. Yes. And if your friends are being negative towards you and hating on your and hating on what you're doing or anything like that, you might need to rethink, find a new group to hang out with, and just be like, I still love you guys, but right now our relationship is not the right time for our relationship in our lives. And then put things on hold. Don't ever be afraid to do what is necessary for you and always stay in good health. This has been Self Help Shark and I hope you find some value. And go visit our Facebook and Twitter page. The link is going to be right below. And Thank you guys for listening. We will see you all, or talk to you, not see you all. Yeah. We will talk to you all next week. <laughs>